0: In any case, liberalism is a sin, didn't you know? And we're going we're gonna to read a, a, an interesting passage here. This is from liberalism is a sin. We gave away a book last week to uh, Mr. Alberto because he knew the trivia question. He called in. He won. You call 18445278723. You can go to shop.mikechurch.com and you can look this book up. It's there for purchase. Liberalism is a sin. And while you're there, you can also donate to the Kennedy profession through the crowdfunding initiative, which is also available at shop.mikechurch.com. If you're confused about any of that, go to crusadechannel.com forward slash Kennedy and you'll find all the information that you need. This is an interesting part of the book, though. It's talking about This is chapter 13. We're about halfway through the book. Good job, class. We'll be done this book in about, uh, probably six, six more shows or so. We'll be on to something new. Follow along your Bibles at home. Um, but this is interesting, this part, chapter 13. It's called – the chapter name is the name, quote-unquote, liberalism, meaning what does it mean to say liberalism? Can we use it in a good way? What, is, what do some Catholics and other Christians know when they – what do they mean when they say it? Do people really know what it is? Is it pejorative? Is it, uh, is, it, is it positive? What is it? Well, here's what it says in the first page of the chapter. It says, may a good Catholic take the term liberalism in a good part, and may he regard it creditable to be a liberal. What harm it may be urged is there in the usage of these terms as long as there is no actual acceptance of the liberal creed. Why should not Catholics uh, and other Christians, of course, use the terms with a good sense injected into them? Let us see if there is validity to this claim. Well, this is pretty interesting. He's basically saying, okay, people think liberal means X, Y, and Z. Why don't you just kind of take back the meaning and make it true liberal, true liberty? Because, again, there is a reality of true liberty in the Christian ethos. You have the, the freedom to do what you ought to do. So someone might say to you, I'm a classic liberal. I'm a Catholic. I believe in Christian governance. I believe in natural law. I believe the Ten Commandments should be part of the Constitution. But I'm liberal insofar as I believe that uh, you know society ought to have freedoms for X, Y, and Z. Well, you can see how someone would use that. Many of us probably think like that. There's nothing wrong with that in a sense. You might think to yourself, well, I don't think, um, you know, I don't think that, uh, you know, monarchies worked out because of this abuse or that abuse. I kind of like this classic liberal approach to the republic, but I think it should be confessionally Christian. Well, can we do that? Well, I don't know. It says, it is certain that in the present age, the word liberalism signifies something not entirely in, in accord with true Catholicity. It cannot be said, and he's writing this in 1899, by the way, it cannot be said, oh, sorry, published in 1899. It cannot be said that we describe the situation in exaggerated terms. It must be admitted that in the current acceptation of the word liberalism and Catholic liberalism has been explicitly condemned by Pius Ninth. leaving aside for the moment those who pretend to profess a certain liberalism without wishing it to be known as such. There is no doubt that the liberalist current in Europe and America is anti-Catholic and rationalistic. This is true. And he's writing this 110 years ago, 120, I probably wrote it 125 years ago. So he's saying, listen, it's one thing to say, uh, I am, I think there's a good way to interpret something like liberal philosophy. Let's take a look at that. Okay, you can have that conversation. There you know, relatively few things have been defined philosophically by the church. There's lots of freedom there, so to speak. You just can't cross non-negotiable lines. But since there have been condemnations against this line of thinking, you can't co opt that form of it. And he's not saying because, and the reason for that essentially is you bring with it the stigma, which is scandalous. And I think that's an astute observation. He adds, pass the word and review. Some things are funny in translation here. He says, what is meant by the liberal party in Belgium, in France, in Germany, in Holland, in Austria, in Italy, in Southern, South American republics? So what he's saying is, okay, you want to use this term liberal, okay, and you have your definition of it, which let's just say it's acceptable. Fair enough. Again, there are men out there of goodwill, we've talked about this, who call themselves liberals, but really what they're trying to do is just live by the natural law. And, they, and they're not really liberals all the way through because most people aren't because it leads to suicide, essentially, if you really follow it through. um OK, but he's saying, listen, the word is scandalous. uh you know, the word is scandalous. saying you're a liberal like listen, Canada today Justin Trudeau, really? I'm gonna come out and say I'm a liberal. Are you freaking kidding me? First of all, I don't want the stain of that you know soy minister. On my identity, but second of all, how how can I overcome the stigma that liberalism, so-called, has? So using the term, in and of itself, is problematic because of the baggage that it comes with. That's what he's trying to say here. Because he say he continues in the next page. He says, referring to these liberal parties, are they not anti-clerical, anti-Catholic? What is meant by their current language when they speak of the liberal criterion, a liberal atmosphere, liberal thought, etc.? Look at the leaders of those parties all over the world. Do not 99% of them understand by liberalism the application of a pure and mild rationalism, at least to social science? Yes. What he's saying there is, okay, buddy. Yeah, okay, sure, you got this idea that there's some sort of classic liberalism. That might be true, but if you come out and say liberal this, liberal that, what you're doing is by de- by, de- by association, and it's hey, it's beyond your control. It is what it is. By association, you're attaching yourself to something that's known as a condemned movement by the church because it leads people away from God. Okay? Now, in fairness... I like Jeffrey Tucker, for example. I've talked about it a bit. I He'll be on podcasts. He's bang on on the coronavirus stuff. Uh, he's smart on the sort of uh, limitations of government. And then he'll say something like, the solution is true liberalism. I don't agree with that. I also have no idea what he means by it. I, sorry, if I'm taking what he says about government at face value his idea of liberalism seems to be pretty much just natural law libertarianism or something like that which i think is a viable option in our current political climate i don't have a problem with that but maybe it's just beyond his purview maybe he's because he's one of these uh you know i don't know if we call it a think tank but sort of he's an academic basically or he's a he's a he's in a niche market you know with the american institute for economic Persu- american Institute for Economic Research, yeah, A I E R. Um, to do some great work. But he's sort of in that realm of just being involved in that in that in that atmosphere. So when he says the term, what he means is is what he believes it to be. Fair enough. I get that. But this book is saying the problem is, is that it's been sullied. It's the same. Not that there is an acceptable form of being a Democrat, okay? But let's just say, theoretically speaking, well, you know, I'm going to be a pro-life Democrat. Yeah, but that just doesn't work anymore. I mean, I think the, uh, I should know this, considering that this radio station is based in Louisiana, but I know the governor of Louisiana, at least at least the former, I don't know if the previous, the, the current one, he was a pro-life Democrat. Okay, maybe at the regional level, I don't know, something like that, although probably not. But clearly, at the national level, you can't say, no, 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 no. I'm going to be a true Democrat. You can't do that. The name has been sullied. You will bring with it, you will bring with it a stigma of everything that is antithetical to to the faith, to the Bible, to biblical values. You can't do it. So the book continues. And it says, words, this is a really money quote here, words are of paramount importance. This is why I like Jordan Peterson. He would be on TV and they'd say, well, why don't you just say the word? Or why don't you just change the way you think about it? He said, no, definitions matter and they matter a lot. That's one of the reasons why I think people are so attracted to the way that he speaks, because he just says it how it is and says, take it or leave it. He doesn't give, he gives explanations, but he'll say these claims and you just kind of go, yeah, it's true. Definitions matter and they matter a lot. And the reason why it's so effective, and again, he's a guy you'd call a classic liberal. But the reason why it's so effective is because the left knows that what he's saying is true because that's their weapon. They know definitions matter. They know words are of paramount importance. This is why they're trying to make you speak in a way you don't believe in. So if you start to use the words that they've co-opted, then you give them the control of the political situation. The left has turned the word liberalism into communism, essentially. Again, it's probably rooted in liberalism as this book has laid out. It's a philosophical error that lends itself to the rejection of God as a primacy of thought. But you, as the arbiter of what is right and wrong based on your perception of God Almighty himself, it makes you into a mini intellectual God. That's a problem. But most people don't think about it that far. And they say, well, I should probably judge the truth for myself because, you know what, for a lot of natural natural truth, that makes a lot of sense. You should judge the truth of coronavirus by yourself, meaning you should do your own research. But that's not that's not that's not revelation. Liberalism goes further than that and makes it a matter of metaphysical certainty. Well, if you make metaphysical certainty about the existence of revealed things a matter of your own discernment, whether or not it fits what you believe should be true, then what you do is you turn yourself into the arbiter of reality itself. You turn turn yourself into a mini-god. That's a problem. So leftism is is the outgrowth of, of liberalism properly understood. But men like Peterson, men like Jeffrey Tucker, I don't think they believe that. But I believe that it's, but when you say, when you use the terms that they're using, like liberal, you might think that you can take the term back, but you're trying to put Pandora's uh, contents back into the box. You can't do it. That's the point of that story. Don't open it. It's open. You can't use those demons. The word liberal is a demon word now. And it's evolved organically through the, through the, um, uh, sometimes when I try to think of words, I speak four languages and I actually say the partage, the sharing, the, 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 dialectic, that's the word. Sorry. If, if you're French, you just got a treat, but, um, there's a natural exchange of linguists of language. There's a natural development to linguistic realities, which is why we should use Latin in the church, by the way, so it doesn't change, so you don't come to these problems. That's a whole other story. Um, But in vernacular, what you have is you have this natural dialectic between the usages of various words, and the words become de facto to mean a certain thing in a certain place, and you have to use it properly. Well, the word liberal has been turned into a word that means communism. So if you say, ah, I'm actually really a liberal, well, sure, in your little realm where people understand what you mean, they'll say, well, liberalism actually is saying, because look at so-and-so, look at Dr. Peterson, look at Jeffrey Tucker. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. But then they look up your biography and they go, he identifies as a liberal. They say, I'm a liberal. He must, like, I mean, come on, man, he must also be pro-choice. He must also be, believe in the redefinition of reality. And it becomes a way that you support the leftist ideas by co-opting the term that they've perverted. You can't do that. The book also says words represent ideas. Yeah, there's a sacramental nature to words. What do I mean by sacramental nature? This is why, actually, technically speaking, in the Old Mass, a little inside baseball here, the reading of the gospel is actually a sacrifice, which is why in a High Mass there's incense. Just like in the Old Covenant in the temple. It's not just reading for education's sake. It's actually libation offered. There's something sacramental about words. There's something sacramental about words. Meaning, a sacrament means an exterior sign of an interior reality. Okay? So the word liberal represents what is associated with liberalism. What is associated with liberalism? French Revolution, Freemasonry, Illuminati, Democrat, freedom for error, i.e. unadulterated freedom of religion. And in fairness, the American founders, people like to say, oh, they were uh, religious freedom. Well, again, uh, they weren't perfect. But we went over the criteria of the Illuminati, and they were not. The Illuminati started in 1776. Definitely some of the Freemasonic lodges were illuminized, and those ideas crept in. But Freemasonry predates... Whig Freemasonry, the English version that the American founders would have been part of, predates the Illuminati. So that's just a historical fact. It's an error. No one's advocating for Freemasonry. I'm just saying, if you're going to talk about it, you need to have the right distinctions because that the, the truth shall set you free. I mean, you might as well tell the truth about it. The errors in the American founding, as as well as the Canadian one. I mean, same thing. Our first prime minister was literally a Freemason in 1867, so he might have been an Illuminati Freemason. I don't know. The errors are errors of liberalism. They're philosophical errors. But even then, you watch it, you you, you look at it, they don't go all the way through. Religious freedom, when America was founded, means Christian or not. (laughs) It means Christian or some sort of deist. That's basically what it means. It doesn't mean... uh, Spaghetti religion. It doesn't mean uh, every cult. It doesn't mean Islam. It doesn't mean, you know, it it just means Christian or some sort of, yeah, they like to point to one of the letters. uh, Was it uh, John Adams uh, in Turkey or something like that saying they have no problem? Of course, they have no problem with the Muslim religion. Why would you have a problem with if it's not in your country? Why would you have a problem with a religion that has nothing to do with where you live? It's something that happens over there. Final thing I'll read from the book here. It says, modern error largely owes its success to its use of terms of an ambiguous character or rather by injecting a meaning into its words which hitherto carried a different signification. That's your sign right there. Modern error largely owes its success to the use of terms of an ambiguous character. Ambiguity is of the devil. It's lukewarm. Cold and hot is of God. It's clear. There's a reason why the most demonic pornographic fiction that's been written a long time is called Fifty Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey are of the devil. Now, black and white creates grey, but grey on its own is just confusion. The term liberal means a lot of different things to a lot of different people because that's what they do, is they use the ambiguity of the term. So in conclusion here, as we're about to wrap it up in about a minute, do not violate the truth, as this book says, and remember your charity in how you use these terms. If you think that liberal, liberal, the term liberal liberalism lends itself to a corrupted meaning, which it does, then, then attempt to use it, perhaps in certain academic circles, okay, okay perhaps you might uh, have a conversation say, well, it's like Freemasonry. I talk about Freemasonry. Listen, Freemasonry all the way through is an error. But when we're making distinctions, we should say that not all of it is Illuminati because that's the reality. But it's not like I should be going around and doing a polit- – you know, I want to turn that into something saying Freemasonry is fine. You've got to be careful with how you're doing it. You've got to be careful with these terms because if you're not careful, you'll associate yourself with this scandal which is anti-Catholic, anti-Christian, anti-God. Liberalism is a sin. Get the book, shop.mikechurch.com.